With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We have now added a new and revolutionary increase in destruction. Des and Troy. You see, when you put them together, they destroy. What is going on, y'all? It is the DFS show, the Daily Destroyer, part of the Dynasty Warzone Network. We will be talking. The main slate on DraftKings is a little bit more interesting of a main slate this time because we have three Saturday games, so it's only a 10-game slate on Sunday, the main slate. So just to be clear, we're not talking about the Saturday three-game slate. We are specifically, specifically, there we go, talking about Sunday's main slate, 10 games. He is Lou. I'm Tyler. Like we always do, we'll start at the quarterback position. Uh, Lou, it's a little interesting right off the bat already because I thought you know Mike White against the Lions was already going to be a good play, but apparently he is not cleared and Zach Wilson is going to start. I have no interest um, in Zach Wilson, but I think Mike White was going to be one of the you know favorite plays, at least in my opinion. Um, so where are we going now? Yeah, you can argue that there's some cheap plays available Mike White was definitely the best of them you can go up a little bit uh I like Dak Prescott at 6200 decent matchup against the Jaguars I I kind of expect this game to have some good scoring in it both of these teams have been a bunch of shootouts this season so I like Dak for 6200 another one a little more expensive is Justin Herbert 7200 against the Titans Titans just keep giving up points to opposing quarterbacks and wide receivers. So I like those two off the back. They're probably my favorite plays uh, at the quarterback position. Yeah. I mean, when I was taking a look at this, Mike White stuck out. Um, But then after he was declared out, I really could bring myself to pay for somebody cheaper, likely going between Dak Prescott or Herbert. If you wanted to go Burrow, I'd be there, but I think – it's going to be Prescott or Herbert for me. So don't do anything too crazy to add on there, but that's basically in cash the direction that I'm going to be looking. Um, you know, I think Hurts at 82 against the Bears is always a fine play. I think Mahomes at 81, also a fine play. Um, I just don't find myself – I find myself needing that extra $1,000. So Herbert or Dak is likely – or 2000 in Dak's case, but Her- Dak or Herbert is likely where I'm going. Yeah, at least for cash. I think you can basically do – Obviously, whatever you want in tournaments, um, I I do think getting to Prescott at sixty two hundred seems like the route I'm gonna plan on doing. Um, I'm not sure though. Like it seems like people are are pretty on just going all the way up to getting Mahomes at eight one hundred. There is some decent value uh, at other positions on this slate, so I think you can get up to Mahomes. Uh, so if you can, 
probably worth it, but he's facing the Texans and they could just get out to a big league early on. And a lot of teams like to, to run on the Texas. That's how they get their points. So not sure if I'm going to do it in cash, but I think you can, uh, yeah. if you I want, go all the argument, way. The argument for Mahomes though, is that they, they still pass even when they're up. Like they, they, they pass in neutral game scripts. They, they're just a passing team. That's how they move the ball. So, you know, I still like, um, I guess we can get to Pacheco, I guess, but, um, it's a fair point, but I don't think that would necessarily scare me off of a team like the the Chiefs, knowing how they operate in terms of like pass rate over expected and passing during neutral game scripts. But quarterback seems pretty straightforward there. There's not a ton to talk about. Let's just give me your pool of three quarterbacks because we have a lot more to talk about at the other positions. Yeah, for me, it's going to be Herbert, Prescott, and Mahomes. Great. Moving over to running back. This is where things kind of get a little more interesting. Um, let's start at the top just because I always think it's uh, the most interesting to start there. We'll start with these top three guys. Eckler, 85. Josh Jacobs, 81. Derrick Henry at 8. I think Eckler and Henry are arguably in pretty damn good spots. Josh Jacobs is kind of a tough one against New England, but he's been a ridiculous bell call all season. The prices all seem to make a lot of sense. How are you handling these kind of uh, you know top flight, premier, expensive running backs this week in cash? Yeah, I think Eckler is probably my favorite. Jacobs, I have some concerns with this matchup against the, the Patriots. I think Eckler has a lot better matchup. Uh, if you don't go Herbert at QB, um, then I probably want Eckler. I think this is going to be one of the games that has a good amount of, of fantasy scoring in it. So trying to get pieces of this game, so I'll probably go with Eckler there. Henry, I think finally we're, we're going to get some lower ownership. Maybe not. I mean, this is one of the better running matchups against the Chargers. So I think that'll get hyped up as well as we go later into the week. So I think all three of these guys will probably get owned. Uh, Eckler's my favorite. And then I think Henry would be two. You're mute. Thank you. Let's shift down here. Sorry, there's people actually working outside my place too. So we're, we're both dealing with like some construction at the same time. So perfect <laughs> time here. Anyways, um, mid zone here. Let's shift down. Um, yep. You know, my eyes are gravitating towards Kamara at 68. Just seeing him at that price, I think, grabs your attention. We usually do not see him there at 68. Uh, we didn't talk about him before, but I think James Conner is in an interesting spot. Um, against Denver, who like, we know Denver's had their woes, but they still are very elite against the pass, and, and the path of least resistance for teams playing against the Broncos has been on the ground, and James Conner has probably one of the best uh, strangleholds over the running back room um, in terms of snap share in all of football. And then Miles Sanders at 65. They're, like, what, nine-point favorites? Um, Sanders has been had two 30-point games in the last three weeks. So, you know, when I get off that top tier, I shift down a little bit, I see Connor at 69, Kamara at 68, Sanders at 65. There's some interest there, at least, you know, from my perspective. So how are you kind of handling this kind of mid-range of running backs? Is there someone you like maybe that I didn't mention or those guys? Yeah, I like Kamara. Um, the issue with Kamara is we haven't really seen his upside much this year. Um, with Taysom there, that takes some of his, his touchdowns out of the way. And just the offense in general hasn't been as – Kamara friendly as, as years past. Um, I do think Connor, the way that the, the Cardinals are playing, they've been very friendly to him. So I might have a slight lean to Connor. Um, I think later in the week, one thing we've talked about with cash in the past weeks is there's a lot of people playing very similar or the exact same lineups in cash. And if 
it's going to be the case where uh, everyone's playing this lineup with Kamara, then just switch Kamara to Connor and opposite. Uh, if it's all Connor and that's one way you can get different. I don't think they're all, all too different of plays here. Um, I think I have a slight lean to Connor just because of the way he's being used in that offense is, and with Colt McCoy there now, they might lean on him a little more. Um, so I prefer Connor. I do like Sanders as well. Um, not sure if I like him more than Kamara, but his role in that offense has just been amazing. We've seen him get 30, 35 points here in fantasy. He's been one of the, the guys that you might have needed this year to get to your fantasy playoffs. So I really like Sanders as well. Keep keeping this uh, trend going down the line. There's two other guys that I think we need to talk about. One that's going to be Isaiah Pacheco. We know it's a print. Like we talked about it before. Like Chiefs like to throw the ball. We know that. But running the ball has just been a print fest against the Houston Texans defense. I mean, they're bottom five in any metric you can find. So it really lines itself up well for Pacheco to um, have a really good game in this one. I think, you know, in terms of my ranks, I have like Pacheco's, I think, running back 15 on the week. So clearly a lot of faith in what Pacheco can do this week. And then moving down just a little bit further, um, wanted to just address it, but Zonovan Knight, a very popular pick, 5,300. Um, now that Mike White is out and Zach um, Wilson is back, I have no interest in Zonovan Knight at 53. I think it was kind of a tough matchup anyways. I was probably going to fade it because um, Detroit Lions, like you can pass on them and their run defense has been better as of late. So it's like running backs have not been finding success against the Lions. So I was probably fading Zonovan Knight anyways, but with Zach Wilson under center, uh, Zonovan Knight's kind of out of that territory for me. So I'm, I'm looking in the fives here with some confidence. It's likely falling on Pacheco. Anyone else in that range, thoughts on Pacheco, thoughts on Knight? I like Pacheco. I'm not that interested in Knight. Uh, Pacheco, I think at this point, you can pretty pretty much pencil him in for 15 to 18 carries. And against the Texans, like we talked about this play last week with Pollard, where even though he was splitting some time, um, you could break off big plays against the Texans. They just are un, uh, incapable of stopping the run. And we've seen the Chiefs lean on the run more in the past few weeks than pretty much the past few years. So uh, I think Pacheco is going to get his his carries and the likelihood of him scoring touchdowns is probably higher than, than other weeks uh, in this case where they might just get out to a big lead and, you know, he he runs a little more often than uh, other weeks. I think last week a lot of people were on McKinnon, but that game was more of a shootout. Um, I don't know if it was necessarily expected to be, but, uh, yeah, so, like, Pacheco, to me, at 5,900, that's, that's a good price for someone that is – is getting at least 15 touches pretty much guaranteed. And then moving down, I think there's a really interesting uh, scenario going on with the Patriots running backs. Like, they're playing the Raiders. Raiders' defense isn't great. Ramondre looks all but out, right? He's got the ankle injury, hasn't practiced at all. Damian Harris has been limited um, on Thursday. And then you have two running backs, if Damian Harris misses, Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris, which are pretty much rocking the stone men at this time at 4K. So... For me, it's just a matter of like, you know, we might have to wait for some injury news to kind of work its way around here. But, you know, there there is at least, you know, we saw Kevin Harris with eight rushes and a TD last week, right? And then we saw Strong, um, sorry, I'm pulling it up right now. Um, Strong ended up having five rushes and two receptions. So at 4K, if Damon Harris can't go, there's a lot of interest between Pierre Strong and... And Harris probably, I mean, sorry, Kevin Harris, not Damian Harris. 
probably end up going Pierre Strong. I think he's a better running back. I think he's a better prospect. Looks like he's getting the pass work a bit more. But like, if Damian Harris doesn't go and Ramondre sits out, you feel I almost feel like you have to play Pierre Strong or Kevin Harris, Eileen Strong. Kind of your thoughts. I know there's a lot up in the air. It's Friday when we're recording here. We don't have all the information yet, but it is something to monitor because if those running backs are out, man, I feel like you know Strong has to get in there. Yeah, I think I have the this the lean too strong as well. Um, it's just tough. Like, it's a good matchup. The way that the Patriots do things, like either one of these guys could come out of this game with you know, multiple touchdowns uh, on the ground. You just don't know with Belichick what's going to happen. But yeah, to me, I think I probably also favor Strong here, which is funny because like. I don't know, going into last week, I probably would have favored Kevin Harris, but um, now it, it's almost like what we've seen from Strong. Like, I don't know, if, if they're going to have um, any sort of passing role with the running backs, I think it's going to be Strong. So to me, I think I, I still lean, lean him between the two. Any other running backs you, you want to touch on here? I mean... Yeah, I think I have. I've pretty much talked about everyone that I have interest in. I think there's a couple of maybe ancillary pieces worth talking about, but I mean, I've pretty much talked about, or you've talked about everyone that I'm likely going to be getting into those cash lineups. Yeah, um, I think those are pretty much the ones for cash. But you could argue David Montgomery at 6,300 against the Eagles is cash viable. Um, I think. People are going to lean. I'd rather just go down to Pacheco at that point. Um, you can play Tony Pollard any given week. Maybe not as as good uh, now that Zeke is back to to be playing him, but I do think it, he's pretty much viable any given week. Uh, Rashad White is all right at fifty four hundred, but the way they're using him with Lenny back is tough. So that, that's the thing in in this split. like five k range. It's kind of what they all are. Um, you could play Deontay Foreman if you wanted, 5,400. Like, he's probably a better player than those two. Um, do you have any interest in DeAndre Swift? He was pretty trendy last week. Um, no, I'm not doing it in cash. I'll tell you why. He's off the – like, last week he was off the injury report. He was apparently 100%, and they still had a three-way split. Then It wasn't just Swift and Jamal Williams anymore. Um, I think Justin Jackson had 29% snap share in that. Like, they're really going with the committee here. Um, I, I think – the, the Lions staff at this point in time has given us every indication that they don't plan on giving Swift any type of bell cow role. And until you can take some of that red zone touches away from Jamal Williams, it's just a really tough one for me. I, I'm not opposed to playing Swift in, in, in your tournaments or, you know, single lineups and stuff like that, because you know I think the upside is there. He still gets some red zone looks. He, he's got the burst. He can get a long play. He's getting past work, but I think there's just a lot better options than trying to depend on a running back that could easily walk away from this game against the Jets, which is already a tough matchup with a 40% snap share. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that's sort of what you're looking at with a lot of the guys in that range, though. Um, even like Jamal Williams is also not yeah. 100. He's, he's yeah, also going to be splitting. Touchdown. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not there. Against This is just a matchup where I just don't want any piece of that Lions backfield. Yeah. Not guessing there. All right. Uh, any other running backs before we go to the pool? Nope. I think we touched on. Let's on do pool, pool, pool of uh, pool of five. Pool of five running backs. Yeah, I'll do uh, Eckler, Connor, Kamara, Pacheco, 
and uh, let's see, Derrick Henry. Love it. Wide receivers. Things are a little more interesting here. I feel like it's always natural starting here at the top. Um, arbitrary cutoff as always. We'll go with Amon Ross, 78, starting to finally gain up there in price. Tough matchup. A.J. Brown, 8K. Jamar Chase, 83. Devontae, all the way up at 9. Those top four. Amon Ross, St. Brown, 78. A.J.B., 8. Jamar Chase, 83. Devontae Adams, 9. Your thoughts on these upper uh, upper tier top end wide receivers? I think my favorite is Jamar Chase. Uh, he's just with... Uh, there's injury concerns around uh, the Bengals wide receivers. Chase might just be the guy, and and Burrow is going to feed him if he is. So he's my favorite. The Bucks have been allowing wide receivers to to beat them up this year. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless um, you. Bless you. Yeah. Um. Okay. Oh, sorry. Was there more after the sneeze? Oh, I mean, you you can play Devontae Adams any given week. His ceiling is massive, and he's pretty much matchup proof. Uh, Jefferson's on a slate. Cups obviously not on a slate. Like these other guys that that can match his ceiling. Um, AJ Brown 8K is all right, but I don't think I'm gonna be on him this week. You play him in a given week. Like the the Hurts AJ Brown stack. Whenever it's low owned, we've seen it pop off. So um, that's reasonable. But I think Chase is is by far my favorite uh, in this upper range. It's an interesting week at wide receiver because like i don't think there's much in the mid-range that i have a ton of interest in because i feel like there's like the expensive guys and there's just a lot of cheap guys that i really like so let's kind of go to this like mid-ish range where there's a couple guys that i think are at least worth talking about um you know right off the bat for me when i look at this range you know it's going to kind of start with um keenan allen at 68 back-to-back games of 14 targets 14 targets two weeks ago you're like mike mike williams is coming back nobody does it again yes he does another 14 targets for for keenan allen uh, at 68 i think that price is pretty solid there godwin like you said it seems to get there every week at 67 um and i believe um one of their corners just got ruled out as well so that could bode well for for godwin um mike williams at 63 the upside is always there with the touchdowns and then I do want to like kind of just cap that off at Garrett Wilson at 6K. Not playing him with Zach Wilson. I think I'm just off of the Jets entirely. I love I love Garrett Wilson. This absolutely sucks to see Mike Williams not be able to suit up. Hope he gets better soon. But Zach Wilson is just not a guy that I trust to do anything for this offense. So I'm out on Garrett Wilson at 6K. Sorry, not playing it. So this kind of mid-range here, what we're looking at, um, where does your interest lie? Fades, buys. I like the the Keenan Allen play in cash. I think he's one of those guys that you play in cash, you fade in tournaments. I think you can play him in tournaments uh, in Herbert lineups, but I'm not sure if I'm going to be playing him much in tournaments just because the guy you play in tournaments is Mike Williams kind of thing, um, unless you're you're double stacking them and really having it go up. I think Godwin's a good play. You pretty much play him any given week. Uh, He's the guy there. He's, He's definitely above... Mike Evans at this point, uh, Chris Olave, Devontae Smith, like a lot of these guys in this range are all kind of the same. Um, are you going to go back to the Judy? Well, we saw him get three touchdowns last week, but Judy basically gets you double digit points each and every week. He, he like does all right. Now we can see, now we see him getting into the end zone. Um, good matchup against Cardinals. I don't know if you can trust them. Uh, is Russ Wilson going to, play i know he had the the concussion 
But if he's if he's out, I wouldn't touch Judy. But it's really only if, if he's in. But do you have any interest in Judy? Um, no. But I can't fault you for playing him. Um, Russell Wilson returned to to Broncos practice in a limited capacity, so I I think he plays. I mean, I think Judy's a fine play. I'm just not going there. I don't trust him. I've never been a big Judy guy. Maybe it's a little bit of uh, bias here, but it's just not the move that I'd be willing to make here. So no, no one Judy is just Broncos offense. I'm, I'm not chasing those points from last week, man. I guess, like, the big question, then you go down, right? And I feel like we, we have cheap guys who I think are in really good spots. I mean, Chris Moore, 4,200. I think you said he had 10 targets last week. He's in the slot. The Chiefs usually give up a lot of points to the slot receivers. Chris Moore seems like a pretty damn good play. I think um, I did like Elijah Moore a little bit, but not anymore. Nelson Aguilar, less wide receiver standing. We don't, I don't love Aguilar, but it looks like, um, you know, Jacoby Myers won't be playing in this one. Uh, so there's the, he, and then Devontae Parker's out. So, I mean, you're getting a lot of targets. You're probably getting six to eight targets for $3,400, which people are going to do most of the time. Um, you talk to me about other Pats wide receivers. If you really needed to, I won't, but thoughts on these cheaper wide receivers. I miss anyone you want to hammer down on any of the ones I spoke on. Yeah. Chris Moore is like by far the best of them. Uh, we saw him have 10 receptions last week. He's going to be mega owned. One of the, the highest owned players on the whole slate probably. Uh, and I think it's just one of those, one of that chalk that he is eat because if he does have another, 100 yards in this game you, you pretty much are going to need him um besides that like it's all it's all very similar all these guys are kind of similar to each other um jameson williams got that touchdown last week but that's all he did um kendall hinton has just been this cheap guy that you can kind of plug in each week but hasn't done all that much yeah, it's kind of like you could play any of the the Detroit wide receivers. You could play any of the the Patriot wide receivers. Picking between one of the Patriot wide receivers is just it's, it's difficult. Yep. Um, I think the field is going to lean Aguilar, so that might have me wanting to lean Thornton and more of like a bet on on talent versus how he's been used so far. Uh, what do you think about Amari Rogers' potential uh, fade off of more? Like he's had Probably some not. some work, but I mean, if you want to not have more, and you're probably going to have to have Hammer Dorsett in that lineup. So uh, I don't really like much in this range. I don't think you have to go all the way down here either. Uh, in this week, you, you can go up into the 4Ks. Like you have a guy like Michael Gallup at 4,500 that's probably better play than than all those guys. Just pay up a little more uh dj chark also 4500 who uh we saw last week like he can get big plays he can have touchdowns like do you have any interesting in Gallup or chark this week um chark not no because the matchup's tough um so jets defense is good sauce gardner is elite he doesn't really shadow. He plays like one side of the field. They like he goes to really shut down one side of the field. So if like Chark's on that side of the field, like I'm not counting on anything from him, right? So it's just kind of tough. I don't know what how's that how's that going to shake out. What's that going to look like? I think Amon Ra St. Brown is not only their best wide receiver, but he'll move around so he doesn't have to worry about that. But it's just not the direction I'm going. Maybe we see Jameson Williams snaps move up a little bit in this game. Um, Josh Reynolds obviously still a factor. Scored a touchdown last week. Um, so Chark's just not a direction that I'm going to go. Gallup, uh, I like the matchup. 
and we know that he can score touchdowns. So I, I'm okay with Gal, but it's more of a gut call than anything. He's not necessarily at the top of the pecking order, but I like Gallup. I'm okay with Gallup. I think I think these guys are just like so much better from not even just like a safety standpoint, but you know what you're getting from them uh, versus trying to pick one of these Patriots receivers, uh, you know, out of the lineup kind of thing. Makes sense. Any other wide receivers you want to talk about before we go to the pool? Um. No, I think I think we pretty much touched it. You could play someone like Zay Jones, who's also in that range. Um, your boy, your boy Drake London, in that range as well. But I think we pretty much touched Drake any London. of the guys that be playing. Yeah, I, I can't advocate for Drake London honestly uh, in cash, but I do think that uh, Ritter gives him a bit of an upgrade, and I believe in the talent. So just something to add there. Tight end position, actually. Sorry, before I go to tight end pool, pool of five. Yeah, um, I'll do Chase, uh, Jamar Chase, that is, uh, Chris Godwin. It's tough choosing some of these wide receivers this week because some aren't as safe as others. I'll say uh, Keenan Allen, uh, Chris Moore, and uh, let's go with, I'll say Gallup as my last one. Tight ends, man. I um, feel like there's not a ton going on here. Kelsey, always in play at 78. I like Chig, a decent amount. Okonkwo, 31. Dulcich, 36, which is usually a tight end print fest against the uh, the Cardinals. Not a ton to talk about here, but you know I haven't had the money to pay for Kelsey at 78, but I, I think he's always a good play. But I, I found myself going to Chig at 31, and I'm okay with Greg Dulcich at 36. Yeah, I, I agree pretty much there. Um, it's just so hard to pay up for Kelsey each week, at least in cash. Like You save so much by going to one of these 3,100 guys. Um, probably my favorite is Chig at this point. He's just – he has pretty much three catches, 40 yards in him each week in 3,100. Like what else can you ask for? Uh, Conklin seems – it's a little more up and down with him. Um, Dolchich is, is perfectly fine at his price every week. Um, you could go up to Schultz if you want, but I'm probably just going to play Chig. And, and I don't know about chasing Ingram again, but um, I'm probably just going to play Chig. Close it out. Defense special teams. I think there's a lot of good options here. I think uh, a couple that, that stick out to me is um, – I think the Lions defense now at 3K playing against Zach Wilson sounds good. Panthers or Pitt. I think Panthers or Pitt. I think you can go Panthers at 33. Pretty comfortable with that. You could also go the Steelers at 31. Pretty comfortable with that. But uh, I think there's kind of this mid-range. I don't really feel comfortable dropping down to, say, like the Titans or anything like that. I think the Broncos are interesting at 27, but like probably end up going either either side of this Panthers-Steelers game. Yeah, I think that's probably a safe enough play. Um, I think Broncos are fine. Lions are fine. There's a lot of low totals on this this slate. Under 40, yeah. If you're not gross. playing, yeah, if you're not playing the Herbert or, or Eckler, you can go all the way down to Titans if you want. Um, I don't know if I'll do that, but yeah, it's probably Falcons for, for the cheap ones are my favorite. They'll like, 
you know, 25 and under stuff. Um, Broncos 2,700. I don't, I don't think Colt McCoy is all that bad, but I mean, low total, they do have a, a decent defense. They could get a couple picks, some sacks. So I think they're fine too. Um, the expensive defenses are all in great spots. Uh, you might be able to afford them this week, actually. A lot of people have paid up for Cowboys defense last week against the Texans. They might pay up for Chiefs defense this week. So I could see that as uh, two, but I don't know. It's kind of like play whatever fits kind of week. Like there are a bunch of decent plays. Um, some are probably better than others, but um, at the end of the day, it's it's defense. And it's kind of uh, throwing darts at, at some of these. <laughs> All right, final thoughts here, Lou. Week 15 DFS. A lot of low scores, a lot of low totals on this slate. Might not be as much uh, fantasy scoring, so could actually be really good to kind of play it safer with with some of these floor guys because there might not be as many touchdowns on this slate than normal. It might be a little lower scoring. There's only 10 games. So uh, that's just something to keep in mind. while you're out there building those lineups. All right, Lou, plug, plug the Twitter, plug the work. Yeah, at Lucky underscore Lee Dog. I uh, create content for DraftKings Rainmakers over there. So if you're interested in that product, uh, check it out. And you can find me on Twitter, at FFTylero. That's all we have today, folks. Don't forget, tell somebody you love them. Later. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. We won a game yesterday. And if we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak.